Blog Talk Radio. plus years in this show business. As a performer and a teacher, I've done stage and film and television and commercials and voiceover. I've also been on set as a dialect coach, commercial casting director. I've been a stand-in and an extra. Oh, and I wrote a book, Audition Craft, for film and TV. So, you can ask me anything about performing in show business because this is a live call-in show. You'll find the number on your screen on Blog Talk Radio. And it's a U.S. number, so long-distance charges may apply. Uh, If there are no calls, I'll rant about something, so don't be shy. No stupid questions. I do want to help you navigate your crazy showbiz career. Hopefully, it'll be entertaining as well. So, without further ado, here's Linda. Hello out there. It's me, Linda. Uh, Welcome to the very first test episode of Don't Get Me Started. (laughs) This is a little nerve-wracking. I'm what I tell my students to be, excited, not nervous. Because uh, I'm used to seeing faces of people I'm talking to, and this is just kind of weird, you know. I, my background is theater and classroom, so I can usually tell how I'm doing by audience reaction. Uh, I'll just have to use my team, who are in the room with me now, and uh, get your reactions later, right? I'm pretty sure you'll let me know. Um, since this is the very first show, I'm not actually looking for call-ins today. Uh, if you could just not help yourself, then please make whatever call you are going to make be about the topic of the day. And today's topic is why ask questions, huh? <laughs> okay, please. So here I go. Uh, why ask questions? Uh, that's a good question, isn't it? <laughs> First of all, I don't think there are any stupid questions. It's always smart to ask. It's always stupid not to ask. Although, now when you were a kid and asking lots of questions as kids do, you may have been told, stop asking so many questions. What, are you stupid or something? Because parents get annoyed easily. They also suppress emotional expression. But no, don't get me started. (laughs) So then that kid grows up and becomes... Maybe you know him, the guy who won't stop to ask for directions and would rather drive around for an extra half hour or so. Yeah? (laughs) I don't know why. We don't want to look stupid. We should know everything. But we don't always know everything. And uh, if we just stopped to ask, we would get a lot further, a lot faster. As you know, if you've been in the car with that guy. (laughs) It comes up in my... uh, 
audition technique classes too. A student will make a choice in a scene that doesn't seem to have anything to do with what I know that scene to be about. So the conversation goes something like this. Okay, I'm going to do both parts for you. This is me. Why did you choose to do it that way? That was me being nice. Um, Student. Well, uh, I don't know for sure, so I just made something up. Me. Why didn't you ask the question if you didn't know? Which is actually another good question, right? So, student. I don't know. I guess I just didn't think to ask. Maybe I didn't want to look like I didn't know. Me. But you didn't know. So now you appear to not understand the material and you actually do look a little stupid. Uh, sorry, but I'm I'm pretty tough on my students, as they can attest to it. But, um, you know, it could have serious consequences, something like that. It, it may not only be a matter of not getting further faster, but it could mean not getting a call back or not booking a job when you could have just asked the question. And even though I maintain that most sides have all the info you need to analyze a scene, there may be something you can't figure out. Uh, it would behoove you to ask the question. No, since we're pretty much self-taping these days, we don't have the benefit of being able to ask the casting director anymore. But get your agent to ask for you and get the answer or call your acting coach. Maybe they can figure it out or, you know, phone a friend who you think is smarter than you. One simple bit of information could change the whole meaning of a scene and how you play it. Again, worth asking the question even if you think you may know, and certainly better than just making it up. Oh, and um, while I'm on the subject, how about when you're in a producer-director Zoom session now, and the director gives you a direction that you suddenly realize you didn't hear or you don't understand? What do you do then? Fake it, hoping you guess right and they don't notice? Or do you man or woman up and ask them if they could repeat it and explain what they meant. I think that faking it will most likely lead to the director assuming you heard and understand. So now he's wondering if you don't take direction well, will you give him a time problem on the set? Are you just not a good actor? (laughs) That's not very good. I say, fess up. Ask questions. I say you will look smarter and have a better chance of giving the director what he asked for. Um, I think we actually have a call someone couldn't stand waiting a second longer. So let's ask to take the call. Hello, someone on the line? Correct. Hi. Who, who am I speaking to? My name is Bruce Bicknell. I was one of the graduates from Linda Darlow's um, Performance Masteries the past uh, three years ago, 2007 and 2017. Oh, my God. Hi, Bruce. Hi. What, what, <laughs> what question do you have? So, you're going to air this? I'm sorry, what? Oh, okay. Uh, are you going to air the question? Yes. Maybe a little later. Oh, but- Okay, fair enough. My question is, um, 
I am uh, involved with a guy named uh, William uh, McDonald, if you heard of him. Keep keep talking. And Ask the question. Yeah, okay, yes, I've uh, been doing uh, – I've been responding for, to a few uh, auditions from uh, – Actors Access, as well as from the Vancouver Actors Guide, I've uh, sent all my demos and my headshots and resumes to them. Okay, what's I the question? To their... The question is, I, they haven't called me back, so how do I know if they're going to uh, have me involved with their additions, especially in this uh, age of uh, Zoom uh, meetings? Uh, Bruce, do you have an agent? I uh, was with uh, Apollo and uh, Apollo uh, Management uh, for a while, but they informed me that I should check out uh, independent films to uh, get some more actor stuff on my resume since I have too much uh, background stuff on it. Okay, I uh, I don't know that there's a way to know whether someone is ever going to respond. If there's a way to get to them directly and ask the question. Ask the question, which is what we're talking mm-hmm. about today, right? Ask them Correct. the question. Do do, yeah. do you have any uh, sense that you're going to ever call me back or see me for anything? Uh, don't be shy. Find out what their uh-huh. email is or uh, you don't have to call them directly. Send an email and see if you get a response. If enough time goes by, I would say Give them up and move on to something else. Move on to <laughs> some other production company or some other casting service yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Or just keep submitting and hoping, yeah, that one oh. day they notice. They may feel after so many submissions that they just kind of get to know you anyway and then suddenly bring you in. Okay. Does that Fair help? Enough. Does that make sense? It helps. Yeah. Plus, you've heard of uh, Brandon Colby Cook? Yep, Pardon? I won't give up. Have you heard of uh, Brandon Colby Cook? He was in the same class as I was uh, with you three years ago. Yes, yes, I know Brandon. He, he's hosting uh, Monday night meetings with uh, myself and uh, four other students, uh, giving us that motivation to uh, get out there and giving us the feedback uh, to uh, not give up on what our, our uh, dreams, whether it be actors, uh, screenwriters, uh, writing stories, you name it. Awesome. You just keep yeah. going. And Brandon's great. He really does yep. want to help. So stick with right. it. And support is really important. So stick with it. Will do. Okay. I stick with Bill's acting, school, acting classes for a while, too, because he's, he's really good. He's really teaching me how to uh, respond to a line and not uh, sit there looking like I'm just reading a line. I just uh, like to uh, respond to it with uh, some form of emotion, uh, whether it be um, – Anger, sadness, laughter, you name it. Awesome. Stick with yeah, all right. of it. Don't give up because ex- experiencing it and your passion for it is way more important than any result you ever create. If it's something you need to do, keep doing it. Okay? Yep. Thanks so much. It's good to hear from you. Yes, thank wow. you, Linda. My pleasure. This is exciting. You've actually helped me with my show, too. Thank you so much. <laughs> I'm delighted to come in and help you out in that category. Thank you. All the best. Have, thank Let you. Let me know and if you get a Merry job. Christmas. <laughs> and Merry Christmas. Thank you. Merry Christmas to you, too. Thanks for calling. Thank you.
Okay. You're welcome. Bye. Bye. Um, okay. Uh, I'm going to get back on my little talk here, but that was cool. That was very cool. Thank you, Bruce. Uh, you broke the ice for me too. Uh, so, um, I, I was saying that, you know, if you have a question, you should ask your agent and to find out the answer, if you really need it, if there's some little bit of information that would make your performance that much more secure and comfortable and you'd be that much more confident, ask the question. So, okay, we're in the Zoom situation, right? Um, I say fess up uh, if you're in that situation and you just blank and you can't, you can't remember what they just said to you, tell them you, you, they need to repeat it or explain it if you didn't understand uh, one of my reasons for doing the show is to actually get people interested in and inspired to ask more questions. Because as a teacher, I know what a great learning tool it is to admit that you don't know everything and that you have the courage to ask, even a director or a producer, ask. It's always fascinated me that people actually have resistance to growing and learning but no, don't get me started on that one. Uh, it is what it is. So um, I'm hoping to make it more fun, easier to ask for help. So ask questions. <laughs> I have uh, been in show business for over 50 years, and it's taken me almost that long to figure out how the business works. And just when I think I've got it, the business changes how it works because of some new technology or Gee, this is the case right now, a combination of that and a pandemic. So I am right back to asking lots of questions about how it works. I, I've learned a lot. I, I don't really like the way it is now, but that's the way it is now. So I've had to figure it out. I mean, I ask questions like, what is a ring light? I didn't know. Um, now I do, I can even, uh, do auditions on the actors app. <laughs> uh, it's just that technology and I don't get along very well. Um, but I'm, I'm learning, I'm, I'm getting better. Uh, so I know there's a lot of actors who try to navigate this crazy business and everybody's got questions. You know, whether you've, you're brand new or you've been in this business for 30 years, 40 years or 50 years like me, uh, how to get an agent, how to work with the one you've got, uh, where to get training, what classes to take, how to meet casting directors, how to find photographers, what does a resume look like, many more, um, what's a demo. You know, there's only so much information you can get from a book, even if it's mine. Oh, um, forgive me, um, but from some of these so-called fancy acting schools that are in the business of selling student loans and are really preparing their students to face the reality of the industry. Um, they don't have the information either. Oh, uh, but uh, don't get me started. And it uh, looks like um, we have another call. So let's take that call. Hello, who's on the line? Hello. Hi, Linda. It's Brian McKegg calling. Hi, Brian. <laughs> What's How are up? you? Congratulations uh, to you and the gang. This is awesome. Thank you. Are, are, I do have a can you hear it? <laughs> I can, yes. Awesome. <laughs> I know. I, I struggled a little bit at the start, but uh, 
I got it. Everything's coming through clearly. Awesome. Um, so do I do have a question? question for you. Yeah, I do. Um, what piece of advice would you give an actor who's um, struggling with booking? You know, they're just not booking. They're getting callbacks, and it's just not not happening for them. I know that you uh-huh. definitely helped me out uh, with mine. So I was just going to um, say, I was thank wondering you. if you could share your piece of advice. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm uh, the truth works. <laughs> yeah. So uh, it was so, just like uh, that, Linda, that first call. And listen to the answer. Say what? Oh, okay. Are I'm you gonna, there? I'm going to hang on? up and listen to the answer. Yes. Okay, cool. But, uh, okay. Uh, thanks, Brian. Thanks, Linda. Yeah. Um, just like the first caller who is out there putting himself out, auditioning for whoever he can audition for, and he's not getting any response, no feedback, no nothing. Um, at least Brian gets callbacks and, and sometimes that's even worse. If you love the process of acting, then you have to do it. And you can't be in it just to create results. And I know I'm going to use Brian as an example because I do know him. He loves the process. So he's, he's in it because He's passionate about performing and communicating. Uh, And that's why you want to do it, not because you want to book a job. Now, I know everybody wants to book a job. And I'm going to get to that a little bit in in what I'm going to be talking about. You can only just love what you do and have a lot of self-confidence and self-esteem about what you do, whether you book a job or not. It cannot depend on whether you book a job. And I think if you look at every audition as what you're there to give to whoever is going to watch this, not what you're there to get, you'll maybe feel a little more rewarded at the end of it all because you entertain someone. And given how things are these days, it may be your only kick at the can to do that audition. It may be your only opportunity to do that role. So um, do it with all your heart and passion in it. And don't let the turkeys get you down. Don't let not booking something get in the way of how good you think you are, how good you know you are, um, and what you've done with a particular role. So that's all I can say. Hang in and and uh, keep going. Yeah. Okay. I hope that helped, Brian. I hope it helped other people, too. Because, um, you know, there are people who can't afford to hire help that they need to navigate these questions or they paid a lot of money to get the help and still don't know what they're doing. Um, so that's kind of what I want to do here. Let's see if I can help. Mostly free for the price of a long-distance call. You can do what Brian did. Call in, ask the question, hang up and listen. Uh, I don't think that's going to cost a whole lot. Um, I do want to help people, both new to the business and, yes, even the seasoned performer navigate their careers with confidence and self-esteem. There are some things that you need to be willing to do as well, though. You need to be willing to ask. 
which means you may need to admit that you don't know. And listen, there's no benefit in trying to go it alone. Figure it out on your own. Remember, further, faster when you ask. Uh, I've coached so many people who've been really grateful to have their questions answered in person by working, teaching, professional, so they can have a better understanding and pursue their career with more confidence. And there's also no shame in asking, even if you think you should know. Say, I come across this a lot, too. What if you don't know how to pronounce a word or a name? I think there is way less shame in asking and getting it right than in guessing and totally messing it up. So put a dictionary app on your phone, a talking dictionary app on your phone, or ask someone who you think will know how to pronounce something. Just get the help you need. And to do that, you have to ask because people don't know that you don't know unless you tell them. Also, um, as with the callers we've already had, uh, not only might you be asking for yourself, but you might be asking for others and other people who are even shyer than you are about calling in and asking, um, even if you think it's silly or you think you should know, you might be helping others get answers they need, but they're afraid to ask for themselves. You could be doing a greater service to others than you think. So this is why I'm encouraging questions, why I'm doing this program. I want to expand my reach out to performers to answer those questions. I'm sure some of you might be too afraid or too shy to ask. So even if you are afraid and you're just listening, someone might ask it for you and there you've got your answer and you didn't have to call in. How about that? Uh, I'm hoping maybe those of you who are too shy might come to realize you can help others and that might help you be brave. So you might just ask that silly question and get an answer. Hopefully, if I, I can come up with one. Oh, uh, speaking of listening, in order for a question to have any value, you need to be willing to listen to the answer. Don't you? Yeah. That's why I don't go to psychics. <laughs> I, I don't really want to know. <laughs> uh, I, I have this theory that I think having to listen to an answer may be why we don't ask questions sometimes takes energy to listen, right? Process new information. If you're going to the trouble of asking, you feel a certain obligation to listen to the answer. It takes focus, concentration to hear, process new information. And then you feel burdened to do something with that information. Aye, it's easier not to ask. It also takes being willing to learn something new. Yeah. And possibly one of two things might happen. You might hear bad news that it'll be hard to do. How long it might take to do. What are your chances of success, which might be slim? You don't want to really hear those answers. Or it could even be good news. And then you feel pressured to take action, feel obligated to move forward with the info. Take responsibility for knowing what to do. Oh, again, yeah better just not to ask. 
So I'm here to help you navigate all those implications and find your way past those thoughts that stop you from moving forward, just asking. So I'm hoping that you'll be willing to bring your concerns, oh, and also bring your resistance to our conversation. You know, ultimately, it's your choice. You can agree with me or disagree. It's also okay to acknowledge resistance. How I know that is because I am the queen of resistance. Resistance works for me. Yeah. Uh, And you don't have to do what I say. I'm just asking you to entertain the option I present. No. An acting teacher I had in university always said, if it works for you, use it. If it doesn't, don't do it. Here's another thing about the show. Um, The reason I'm calling the show Don't Get Me Started is because I'm fairly opinionated and passionate about my beliefs. I'm also not afraid to express myself. And teaching for all these past 45 years has taught me that my passion and my experience and my opinions have actually helped hundreds of people pursuing this crazy business, no matter how opinionated I've been. So I will be expressing those things. I've also helped a few people get out of the business. I am particularly proud of that. But my passion and my energy and my enthusiasm can also quickly spiral out of control. So I need a catchphrase to stop myself. Hence the name of the show. Don't get me started. Hopefully that'll stop me from getting a tad too far. And you can always tell me I'm going too far. If you want me to shut up. Uh, At the same time that I'm ranting about something, hopefully I am doing it with a sense of humor and pretty good timing. So my show will not only be informative, but mm, I don't mind if it's a little edgy and definitely entertaining. Uh, But whatever, you can count on my speaking my mind for sure. Oh, and uh, please don't let my candidness stop you from calling in and asking a question. Even if I say things that are very direct and could be taken as offensive... I am an advocate of tough love. I never say or do anything with the intention of doing damage. On the other hand, I do believe that this is a tough business, not for the faint of heart. You have to have a very thick skin. And I don't believe tough love ever killed anybody. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger, actually. So in my defense, I consider what I do as a service in toughening people up to face the blows that will come and still have confidence and self-esteem in their lives and their careers. Uh, There may be show days when there are very few calls or no callers and questions coming in, but no worries. I will be prepared with my plan B if no plan A shows up. I will certainly be happy to rant about some aspect of our industry in general or some current issue our industry is dealing with from an actor's POV point of view for newcomers. But um, I would rather be answering questions. Your asking questions also helps me to decide what topics are important to you. So I know what kinds of things you want to hear me rant about. Now, also, uh, From another whole uh, point of view, lots of people who've made it in this industry realize that making it hasn't solved any of their personal issues as they hoped it would. In fact, in a lot of cases, it's made them worse. And so, you know, what do they do? They go to drugs, alcohol, 
throw themselves off roofs of buildings, which this really happened. Uh, This is a tough business. I think being driven is important, but not so driven that you ignore your well-being. I think we need to stay as balanced with feet firmly on the ground as we can. So when those blows and hard knocks come, we can stay up, not let the rejection and criticism knock us down. Sometimes we need help as to how to do that. We have questions about how to do that. You can ask those here as well. Now, full disclaimer, I am not a therapist. And if you feel you need that kind of help, please go seek it out somewhere else. If you feel capable of handling things and you just need a bit of clarity and a tip or two, then feel free to ask me. I might have a solution that you hadn't thought about or you can't see because you're a little blinded by whatever the issue is. Or you've been rejected for so long now that you just really can't see anything but being a victim. Um, If nothing else, ask that question and it might help another listener, like I've said before, Even if I can't resolve the issue, it might let someone else know that they're not alone with a personal issue about this business. Um, I'm willing to take these kinds of questions because I've actually had 40 plus years of experience leading a workshop called the Performer's Mastery, which is designated to deal with each participant's personal self-expression and power to communicate in their performances and in their careers. And in this workshop, I wind up dealing with performers' personal issues and blocks to fully expressing themselves in life in general, mostly because they're held back by unconscious beliefs and decisions that were made a long time ago that now dictate how they express themselves and how they operate in their lives. and, And that affects their craft and their careers. Uh, There's a a lot more to that workshop than just that, but I don't want to get into all that right now. Um, I'm saying that you shouldn't be afraid to actually ask questions that may need some input in the mental or emotional areas of being a performer. I've actually had 50 plus years of experience in learning how to handle my own mental and emotional sides of this business. And I think I have a fairly healthy attitude at this point. So I may have some wise answers or tips about how to navigate this important part of your careers, as well as the technical and logistical stuff. So bring it on. Ask those questions as well. They are every bit as important to having a balanced and healthy life in show business. I actually think this aspect of your career is even more important than knowing how to get a job. Oh, um, by the way, Uh, I don't have any answers about how to get a job, so don't bother asking that one. As I tell my students, I have no idea how one actually books a job. Uh, I just work with actors on their skills and their craft and their self-esteem and confidence. Yeah, unfortunately, I I can't seem to find any rules uh, I can look to for the answer to that question, even though I know that's really the only question every actor has, right? How do I get a job? <laughs> that's what you really want to know, right? Uh, I, uh, it's my only question. Um, actually, I'm going to tell a little story. I actually... 
uh, was in a producer-director session, and um, they asked me if I had any questions. And, um, of course, all I wanted to ask was if I could have the job. So <laughs> um, it had been a production company that I had worked for before. Uh, I, I, no, I hadn't worked for. I auditioned for lots all the time I was auditioning for this production company. So I go to this in, this audition and there's a room full of people. And they said, do you have any questions? And I, being who I am, said, yeah, when are you going to hire me? And from the back of the room, I have no idea who said it, came a voice that said, when you get it right. And everyone in the room started laughing. I was a little humiliated. And I was sitting in a chair getting ready to do the scene. And I had my legs crossed. So what I did to cover my humiliation at absorbing that answer was to roll off the chair onto the floor as a joke. And everyone was still laughing. And I didn't see the silver metallic briefcase that was sitting just off to my right. So as I rolled off the chair and everyone was laughing, I whacked my head on this briefcase. And all of a sudden, the room went from, oh, 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 are you okay? Oh, Jesus. Yeah, I crawled back up onto the chair, <laughs> rubbing my pretty sore head. It was quite a shock. Um, and I guess I had their attention. I did the audition. I left the room. I booked the job. There's more. I then couldn't do the job because I was double booked. And the other company wouldn't work out with that company. So after all this time, I finally book with a lump on my head and I couldn't do it. So now ultimately that job cost me, I think I paid about $50 in chocolates that I then took to the production office <laughs> to make amends for having gone through all that, put them through all that. They hired me and then I couldn't do it. So it actually wound up costing me money. So I wouldn't recommend asking that question. Yeah, I I wish I had the answer for you, but I don't have a clue. Uh, even in my own career, it's, it hasn't always been my best audition. And I book that one. And then there's times when I'm sure I've knocked it out of the park and crickets, nothing, not a peep. I, I, I don't get it. Go figure. Uh, I only know that in all of the years of my experience and all the ups and downs and auditioning and working and years of waiting and years of teaching and years of working in so many different aspects of the industry, I've learned a little bit about a lot of things and Boy, I probably have some other stories that'll come up too as I go through topics that hopefully will help you. And I'm happy to pass on what I've learned to you, give you some information that'll help you be clearer, stronger, more secure, more confident, more inspired about how to navigate your way around all the aspects of performing in this 
particular time as well and in this particular show business industry. So uh, think about some questions and bring them to me at Don't Get Me Started. Uh, We are going to be doing another episode in the new year, actually on January 23rd, which will be my creative team interviewing me. Uh, And then in episode three, I will be happy to start answering questions. I really appreciate you're not asking me too many questions today because I'm just starting to navigate this myself and figure all this out. It's pretty exciting. I thank you for the questions that did come in because it it let me handle something. Um, But in episode three, I will be happy to start answering questions because I think I handled those okay. If not, you'll let me know. Uh, So bring them on when we launch the show. And uh, mostly in the meantime, I I really... uh, want to say a big thank you to my producer, Colin Newfeld, and my marketing and advertising specialist, Nicole Edwards, for their tireless efforts to get this show up and running. I can't believe we're actually doing it. We did it, guys. And for their willingness to do all this work for payment in coffee and cookies. And a very special thank you to Carl Craig for my original intro music. I actually have original intro music. Yeah. So um, uh, I said I wanted to do this. I put it out there. Everything seemed to open a path forward. And here we are. So have that kind of thinking going on in your own careers, in your own lives. And gosh, that's pretty much it for the first episode. Till next time, uh, be on the lookout for our next show, Saturday, January 23rd at 2 p.m. Thanks so much for listening. If you're still out there, this is Linda Darlow signing off and saying, take charge of your career, your audition, and your life, but don't get me started. Okay, I want everybody to have a very happy holiday and happy new year. You all stay safe and stay sanitized. Bye for now.